Hi, I'm Sadra. And I'm Sadra. And this is No Sir, No Ma'am, a weekly podcast where we drag our timelines for being trash. If you want to get in touch with us, first of all, happy Eid, but whatever. That was like a week Yay. ago. Um, if you want to get in touch with us, you can hit us up on Twitter at NSNM Podcast or through the hashtag NSNM. Or you can send us an email at nosernoman at gmail.com. Or you can ask us to hashtag fix your life by sending a question anonymously and secretively. Do it, do it. It's <laughs> <laughs> my favorite part. To, um, what is it? nosernoman.saraha.com. And speaking of which, mm-hmm. later on in the show, we'll talk about <clears throat> a little update that we got from our first ever Saraha question. That we I know, yeah, and it it's been a while, and we've been slacking, but like we talk so much that we rarely have time to discuss all of the sarahamas. Right, and since y'all complain that the episodes are too long, I mean, and, you, you know, can download them, your data or whatever. That's why. But anyway, we're gonna address it today. Um, any disclaimers? Disclaimers. Yes, oh, actually. Wow. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Just a couple of things. Um, first things first. Uh, we always introduce the show as being a quote-unquote weekly podcast. Um, obviously, <laughs> at this point, we all know the jig is up. that <laughs> the devil is a lie, and that is all I have to say. <laughs> um, second thing, I real quick. I kind of feel sorry for anyone who thought that this was a weekly podcast. I mean, I, it's, it's, maybe we should I stop mean, saying that in the intro. Okay. <laughs> um, second thing. Yeah, I had, yeah, I did, I did have something else. Okay. Um, second thing. Uh, right? Mama, we made it. Like, more people are listening to this podcast. Hey. Uh, including my family, which I was not oh. expecting. Because we <laughs> deliberately did not share this podcast on Facebook. For or like any other reason. family-friendly platforms. Um, and yet, somehow, here we are. Uh, so my mom calls me and tells me that Yikes. my auntie and her husband listen Yikes. to this podcast. Can I tell you that your, 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 your auntie's husband called my dad and told him that he listens to the podcast? What? <laughs> so like, just our spots blown up everywhere. Just like, oh my no god! Is safe. My my point is, my mom had to actually call me and tell me, listen, Khaltik, uh, she listened to the podcast. Um, she likes it a lot. She thinks you guys discuss a lot of very important topics. Um, one thing, can you not curse? <laughs> Just, just so thing, here though. we are. Um, so I am going to try my best uh, to keep this podcast uh, Sudanese Khaltu friendly. All right. And that's it for me. Um, my, I also have two disclaimers. The first is that I am sick, so my voice probably sounds really Aww. crappy. Um, <clears throat> please forgive. And also, I am currently in a very, very small apartment filled with people so if you hear any background noise that's just it is what it is ignore it um okay i mean i i live in london i don't know if you can imagine how small london apartments are but (laughs) i feel your pain so um uh, a lot has happened 
Do you want to start with the boring stuff and then get in like get progressively juicier as we go along? Okay. I feel like we should talk politics just to get it out of the way. Oh God. Okay. I'm sorry. Um, <clears throat> real quick, I'm not really not going to spend any time on this because um, the United States of America, mm-hmm. bless it, has people. yeah my people have reinstated the travel ban to stop my people from coming in. Because a Leia guide, if they like, that's no way. That's it. Um, so, but it is, it is an amended um, travel ban, if that makes it any, like that makes it any better, but whatever. And him, Supreme Court decided that, yes, you can have a travel ban. However, you cannot ban people who have family here or have work here, or are going to school here. So anybody who is from the six countries that are banned, Sudan mm-hmm. being one of them, can um, who like works in America or studies in America or has family in America, is still allowed to enter America. Okay. And what about people, like, if you have a green card, but you're retired... And your family is not in America. Like, what what happened? That's a good question. Um, <clears throat> from what I've read, that hasn't like been been discussed. But I think I would assume, and probably assume wrongly because anything is possible. But I would okay. assume that if you have a green card and like you are a permanent resident, that that you are safe because if you think about it legally, like <clears throat> they're not really. I mean, a student would be on a student visa. A, per, a okay. person who works would probably be on a work visa, if not a green card. So, like, those things are subject to, you know, like, you could just cancel somebody's visa. But <clears throat> I think if you're a permanent resident at that point, halas. Okay. Yeah. And they're, um, they're definitely not giving out any tourist visas. Um, hey, that's what, yeah, that's what it says. Basically, if you're <coughs> trying to be a tourist, no. And you don't know anybody here, probably not. Here's the thing, okay. though. Um, so it says that if you have family in America that you are safe to, to like, you can apply, you can come in, you have a chance to come in, mm-hmm. but <clears throat> people like, um, you, first of all, you have to prove your relation to those people. So like Obviously. if you have a parent here or whatever, you have to prove that you're, you're their child. If you okay. have whatever, like you have to prove your relation at every step and People like grandparents, um, nieces and nephews, uncles, um, fiancés are not considered close family and therefore you're ineligible to apply. So if my fiancé lives here and I'm from Sudan and, I, and I'm trying to come visit him or I'm trying to whatever, I can't come because okay. what's a fiancé? Right. Um, I mean, that's been happening in the UK as well, just in general. That's But lame. I that's, mean... To be honest, I didn't even, like, I, I wasn't really sure what was going on with the travel ban. I just heard that at one point um, someone said it wasn't really a travel ban. And then Trump said, oh, actually it is. And then, girl, I don't Listen, know. Listen, I don't think anybody um, really knows, to be honest with you. Like, right. But Trump, careful. But like, which is a problem then because if nobody knows what's problem. going on um like airport authorities have a lot of liberty of course with who they can let in 
And that's how it's been I mean, from jump. That's how it's been since the travel ban started however many months ago. Like, that's that's been the case. And they've been complaining. Like, we don't right. know what's happening. We don't know, like, where the law starts and stops. Like, uh, hello. But whatever. That's um, modern American, American politics for you since little tangerine maniac has been president. So, okay. Um, right. And that's that. I don't really want to talk about this anymore. So let's move on. Okay. Uh, right. Across, sorry, across the oceans and continents, um, the Yazid Arabia is on one. And I want to talk about this too much. I can't even talk about it because I honestly truly do not understand what the fuck is happening. And I mean, I know that the official reason is that everyone is kind of mechasmin Qatar because right. they supposedly fund um, like Wahhabi terrorism, which, right. excuse ah. me, coming from Saudi <laughs> is so rich. Is so interesting. Rich. So rich. Like, yeah, are me. you kidding me? Is this, <laughs> if this ain't, it's like the pot calling the kettle, burnt, <laughs> cold, dusty baffled. ass black. I don't know what is. Like, I can't even. Who are you, ma'am, sir? Our president, did he like choose nope. a side did he pick nope. a side or he did not in fact pick a side and it's interesting because now i mean what i heard yesterday i'm not sure if it happened yesterday or not but like and him <clears throat> i think the united arab emirates which is also in this it's like uh emirate saudi um and uh, some other places him in the okay. gcc got together and were like listen Qatar, you're cut off uh, Saudi cut off all of its like, yani export to Qatar. Um, yeah, I saw that. It basically kicked out all Qatari nationals in Saudi, <coughs> gave them two weeks to leave, and asked Qatar Airways um, flights as well were suspended from right. a couple of locations. <coughs> Saudi has re- has called all of its nationals in Qatar to come back. Like it's it's real, um, and the U- I think the U I think it was the UAE let out a statement maybe a couple days ago or yesterday or something saying um if you're not with us you're against us basically, basically so yeah. yeah um you know align yourselves now or face the consequences which means people like us little <laughs> rinky dink shahadeen <laughs> are in quite a pickle um i don't really know what this means for I really don't care what this means for the GCC <coughs> because I don't, I mean, whatever. Um, but I do care. <laughs> but, okay, Sarah, tell us how you really feel. <laughs> but I do care what it means for our, like, Sudanese people and especially right. Sudanese people in the GCC because if it comes down to, like, hey, you haven't pledged your allegiance to, you know, Camp A or Camp B, Right. then there are millions of Sudanese who are going basically. That is true. And I don't also don't know what that means for all of like the investment that's happening for Sudan from these countries. Not that we're seeing any of it, but like for example, if you that's think what of, I was gonna say. Like, yeah. not that it changes anything. <laughs> it for really us, doesn't but, but I'm thinking about checking. about like. 
a little bit like frivolous stuff well in the grand right. scheme of things frivolous stuff like like Qatar you know recently committed I don't know how many millions of dollars to like archaeological development yeah. in Sudan or whatever like what does that mean for us now like it would suck if if that fell through but also maybe not because you know this is also some like low-key imperialist stuff of like hey let's come mm-hmm. and excavate all your junk and take it and make money off of it and you don't really get anything right so you know it might be a blessing in disguise who knows <laughs> <laughs> exactly um if any of our listeners live in qatar or any other GCC countries. I'm you looking know, at you, Mihad. Mihad, come explain <laughs> this to us. <laughs> Please explain. Let us know how you feel, how you think it's going to go down. Yeah. All of that good stuff. Share your um, thoughts. Okay. Moving on. That's that's enough politics for me, to be honest. Like, I can't. Done. Smooth 15 minutes on the little Hinayat so we can assume to be cultured. Now, let's go into some real trash. Um, what do you want to start with? Let's, let's start with the lighter trash. Which is? Um, uh, actually, they're all, like, all the topics are equally equally, horrible. Yeah. Uh, but let's start with Rihanna. Oh. (laughs) Do you want to do that? Yes. Or did you want to leave it till the end because it's, like, really entertaining? No, it's okay. We can start with that. All right. So, uh, in case you haven't heard, like, if you're not on social media or whatever, um, Rihanna is out there living life to the fullest. To the extreme (laughs) fullest. Um, You know, throwing her neck back and what you not. (laughs) Um, So, she was photographed, I don't know where geographically, but, like, in a pool Somebody said Spain. Possibly, actually. I think I might have heard that, too. Mm-hmm. Um, so she was photographed in a swimming pool making out with a dude. Just, let me know. Let's fully set the scene. I was trying to make it appropriate, <laughs> Sarah. Oh, I'm sorry. I forgot Don't about that. Don't make it Listen. too rough. I'm kidding. Just go ahead. Um, I'm not <laughs> like, in the pool. Go for it. Um, wine slash champagne on the side, blunt in hand, fully like morphing into one another, making out with just honestly flourishing, living her best life. (laughs) (laughs) I won't lie, it looked fun. It looked very fun. They looked like they were having a great time. There were lots of smiles and laughter. I saw that and I was like, yes, girl, good for you. Get it. <laughs> I think it's been a while. You get your groove on. It's all good. Um, obviously, at first, people were making jokes on Twitter about, you know, Drake being very sad again and coming up with a new <laughs> album. Or, um, but it was all like, you know, fun and. and in, right. In, in, in good. good yeah, in good humor. That. Um, and people were also debating a lot about this person, this mystery man's ethnicity. At first he was white. Then it, you know, got Latino. more specific. He was Spanish. Then it moved yeah, on to Latino. Latino. And then um, finally, 
it was discovered mm-hmm. <laughs> that the mystery man the internet remains undefeated undefeated and <laughs> I don't know his face is not even that clear in the pictures it's, exactly it's not and yet and muhim um people dug around and they found out <clears throat> that he is one Saudi millionaire um by the name he, of Hassan something or other, dubbed by Sudani Twitter, Hassan Toyota, because <laughs> their family, like, I guess, owns or whatever, like, I don't know, like, Toyota yeah. agency in Saudi or something. Exactly. So he's now known as Hassan Toyota. And... <laughs> And we just we really do ruin everything. Oh my god, it's um, great. Aha, Hassan Toyota. Hassan but the internet exploded and Saudi Twitter came so hard. They... And I was so proud. I was like, okay, I, I see you. I see what you're doing. They came out with the hashtag Save Rihanna. <laughs> that was the funny part though because yeah. like darker saudi twitter was oh, on girl. a whole other you oh, know girl. let's let's start with the light and move progressively darker um <clears throat> so they came out with the hashtag say rihanna where it was basically like don't do it girl <laughs> you're gonna regret it <laughs> and there was one my favorite which will lead us into um like the darker side is, mm-hmm. It was a, t- a tweet, <laughs> and it says, Rihanna's man says, yeah, I mean, and Rihanna says, it means princess in Arabic, he's so sweet. <laughs> and the joke was, like, her playing with her hair and, like, looking super, like, cute and shy and stuff. Yeah. And basically, it was yeah, a bunch of that, like, people just being like, oh, you don't know what you're getting yourself into, blah, blah, blah. Right. And then on the other side of it was... You know, like you said, the dark side of Saudi Twitter a being hot like, mess. oh, a hot ass mess. Oh, and she, um, two different perspectives. First okay. of all, I saw that people were tweeting some sheikh on Twitter um, <gasps> with oh the pictures, God. and they're like, oh, so apparently the guy in the pictures is um, Saudi. And obviously, he's living in sin and whatnot. So, like, what's up, what's dude? Up? <laughs> what's up? Sheikhna? And the sheikh's responses are gold. It's just... Um, <sighs> denial, I think, is a word that comes to mind. Yes, um, yes. It also, is. hypocrisy. Oh, that's one. That's um, another one. That's a, another mean, very good one. Because someone, like, people are obviously very quick to remind him. Inno, uh, someone had asked him at one point, um, like, are you allowed to take pictures of people and share them and whatever? Mm-hmm. And he said that women should never, ever be photographed. Point blank. Oh, okay. <laughs> that's well, it. Um, because, you know, haram and stuff. And then people present him with the receipt of his homeboy, you know, loving up on Rihanna. And he's like, first of all, as Muslims, we don't believe in this kind of stuff because Photoshop does exist. Oh, um, girl. To, I did to not prove, see that. Oh, my to God. To prove that sin was committed, you need to have four male Muslim <laughs> witnesses, okay? <laughs> and no. I... I 
When I, I tell you I died when I read that, flabbergasted. I died. I need to find his other. He says. It's like a whole ass thread. He girl. says, uh, the one I saw was, those who slander him of fornicating must bring four Muslim male witnesses testifying that they saw his organ in hers clearly and graphically. Here's, here's my um. issue. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, people, of course, attacked him, like, if this was a woman, you would never, you know, like, you would never say that, and whatever, whatever. There was another one where he was like, this is third base. Uh, first of all, a sheikh talking in bases is just, like, it's, insane it's to wrong. me. He was like, this is, <laughs> how do you know they were, you know, how do you know that this is dinner? This is them hanging out. Third base is them yeah. hanging out. I was like... I mean, um, I want to say I what? hang out with people all the time. Not, not like, like that, that though. Girl. Not like that. Not like that. That <laughs> no, is not what no, it means, Chef. That's not what, <laughs> what it means. Doing. That is not what hanging out is. You I don't know, know damn well what hanging out means. Like, like is this the Urban Dictionary definition of hanging out, uh, sir? Because uh, perhaps, like, no. <laughs> and this is where I say it's great to be a man. It's wonderful to be a man. It really is. For this to be like let's take out all the other stuff aside of like yes these people's privacy was infringed upon and they were photographed you know without their consent probably judging by the angles and like this the zoom like the grainy quality of the photos probably didn't want to be photographed um and whatever like you have obvious obvious proof like right there in your face, regardless of whether it was, you know, they I went to fourth understand. base or not, like, regardless of it. any of that, it's there. I, and if you claim that women so much as taking a picture is haram, yeah. then how dare you? How dare you ex- excuse this? And I'm not saying that, like, I mean, people are free to do whatever they want. Like, I'm not judging. And like somebody said, Finihaya, like... No, I'm just saying that this treatment that this dude is getting where everyone's like, oh, but we don't know. And, you know, it wasn't that bad. Do you know that, like, there was some penetrate? Like, <laughs> yeah, maybe he was, she was drowning in the pool and he saved her. Like, if, are you kidding me? If women got that same courtesy, oh, I just found his tweet. So he says, someone tweets him the pictures and they're like, Salam Sheikh, what should be the punishment for the Saudi Muslim in the pics below? Mm-hmm. And the Sheikh responds, Muslims don't believe in such photos as there is Photoshop. Allah what? told us to verify the news before judging people as mentioned in 49.6. Mm-hmm. Um, good sir. Sir. <laughs> like... What just I remember there was was it a football game or something <clears throat> like some Saudi football team was oh, playing in the UK yes and all the like super fly Saudi girls who live here went to the game and they were you know like eyebrows on fleek and highlighter right. and like all dressed up and stuff people destroyed them in um, they don't represent the country. They should all die. Aslan they leave Saudi Just for being there at a yep. football game. Like what Yep. What is a double standard? <clears throat> what, yeah, is, what is what is what is it? I do, I don't understand. I just I, I I'm I'm 
I'm amazed at the level of delusion. Yes, exactly. Exactly. At the yeah. level of delusion. How dare you sit up there and have the audacity to tap your little fingers on your screen and write that. And somebody somebody in my um somebody um tweeted me like a response to one of my tweets about this. And she was like, oh, you know, the point, uh, people are missing the point is that they're both supposedly judged by, you know, by God, but everybody's focused on him because he's Arab. No, that's actually not the point. I mean, I agree. Yes, we are not qualified to judge. I mean, I get it, but that definitely is not the point. I agree. (laughs) We're not qualified to judge. It's not our place to say anything about what anybody's doing. But the point actually. And I'm not even judging. Like when I saw that and I heard he was Saudi, I was like, yes, bitch, you know, get out of your own culture, experience other things. I judge Rihanna a little bit for choosing a Saudi man. However, my point is... I mean, does she have great taste in men? Has she had great okay. taste in men so you know, far? That's a good no, point. but I that still want her point. to flourish. I, I mean, you know. I um, but, I, but I mean, the point, the point is that if the roles were reversed, she would have been set on fire. Oh, if yeah. she was the Muslim Saudi girl, she would have oh, been. Yeah. She would have been set on fire. She would have been completely annihilated by oh, everybody. Definitely. Someone would have like dropped acid on her face or something, right. or at least planned to, or you know, or talked about it on Twitter. Yeah. Or, you know, yeah. like she would have been dragged to hell and back. And yeah. this whole like double standard of all of a sudden now we have to be oh no we don't know the real story and let's dude be she would have gotten like death threats rape threats yeah. Yeah, I mean, people get that. I mean, women get that for less. Women get that seriously. for so much less. Yeah, for being like, at a football game, for example. Like for, what for the example, fuck? or what's her name? Um, uh, what's her name on Twitter? Federazi on Twitter was talking about was commenting on this, and some Saudi people jumped in her thing and were like, "Oh, this Abdus Sudania, she's you know she pretends that she lives. She's actually if it's Sudan, but she pretends that she lives in Cyprus and whatever, whatever, and like just." tearing her like just basically like getting all up in her in her mentions and talking just completely out of their butts and like I, that's just her commenting on the story not saying anything just commenting on the th- same thing that everybody else is commenting on so don't tell me that like oh yeah no let's not judge and be that and oh it's fine and he was just hanging out with her like no no yeah no. i mean it's just like a very very blatant display of an incredibly unfair double standard and that's that um yeah also the other side like the 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 other yes that that was horrible so apparently this dude also dated um naomi campbell before did he yes he is he is yes. on some top notch yes top notch black girl magic like creme de la creme okay, okay. not mad at that um so someone from Saudi Twitter tweeted something like a collage with the guy's picture in the middle and then you have Rihanna on one side and Naomi Campbell on the other side um so clearly everyone's like oh my god he clearly has a type why is he into these quote-unquote slave women? Uh, Abid, basically. Why is he spending his money on these slaves? Slave this, slave that. Um, 
Lord. Al-Muhim. And then at the very bottom, this one guy tweeted, um, Wallahi, yani, Rehana, mumkin. Lakin at Tanya di, uh, fiha. Do you do not like, come for Mother Naomi? No. Sorry? Excuse no. you? No. no. This is what we're not going to do. Who do you think you're talking about? No. I am baffled. What is this? I, um, I need Naomi. Help. I need a moment. This Naomi. man had the audacity. The nerve. The gall. And the gumption. The gumption. Listen. To disrespect Naomi like that. I don't understand. And this is probably someone who still lives with his parents and doesn't shower every day. How okay. dare you? Okay. Okay. How dare you? And Muhim, he came for Naomi. I just, the racism was yeah. on one. And that's the other the other thing. But like, then I wasn't are, surprised. Like oh, when yeah. I found out he was Saudi, honestly, even before I saw that tweet, I knew that the like all the Gulf people would be on one. Like to oh, yeah. most Arabs, basically. Yeah, one hundred percent. But I think the other thing is, I, I find it interesting that people are also trying to like, like smooth that over by being like, oh no, Saudis aren't racist. We're the best. <laughs> like one person I saw one tweet that was like um obviously he's not a racist because he's dating Rihanna and I'm like when has that ever been um, an argument I don't what? think people like, understand no, that no, you you no I mean no, dating no. a person of color does, does not, not mean forever you know clear you does not excuse the, you nope 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 I just, um, I, well, I know him, I know him, that's, that's um, it for me, that's all I have to yeah, say. Yeah, I just, I mean, this I whole, have nothing for these Saudis. I'm not going to talk about it because Saudi racism is known, it's world famous, like I don't, we don't need to explain We've it. We've talked about it before on this same podcast. One million times, but Saudi. I just want to say that for all the people that are arguing that, oh, Saudis aren't racist and whatever, and this, and this is fully directed at Saudi people because the rest of us been knowing. Um, mm-hmm. But for all of you arguing, just take a look at the, just search Rihanna's name. Search Rihanna and Hassan Toyota. Okay, whatever his last name is. For him, he will, <laughs> he's now known to me as Hassan Toyota. Um, search their names and see what you come up with and then tell me your people aren't racist. That's, that's it. That's all I have that's, to say about that. And that is all. Moving on. <laughs> um local local trash okay yes local trash oh actually before we get before we get to local trash i just want to talk about really quickly Mm -hmm. um uh the joe budden versus migos incident at the bet awards have you seen this no oh my god sarah I, the only thing I watched from the from um, the BET Awards was the new edition performance, and that was oh, it. Like that's all I, I needed to that. see. Well, but, it's all you so need to see. So there's a person. I guess he's a Twitter personality or something. I don't know. Called DJ Academics. I don't know who that is. Oh, I've heard of this. But he was interviewing Migos on the red carpet. Okay. Um, and he was doing a really bad job, like stuttering and stammering. Like just wasn't coherent and couldn't understand the Migos when they were talking to him like 
<laughs> do point. I need to ask um, where this DJ Academics is from? Maybe no, his ancestry. It's not important. Oh, oh, he he black. Like, but, <laughs> but, but I feel like it's relevant to the story. It's not. Well, I mean, he's. It's not. It's not okay. because the story focuses around uh, Joe Budden, who is also oh present my God. at this interview. So he's sitting. Joe Budden is clearly done with him. Like he's clearly annoyed that this dude like can't ask any questions. Like isn't understanding when the Negroes are talking. Like he keeps saying, "What? Excuse me? What'd you say?" Like he doesn't understand. And him. Okay. So finally, he's like, "We need." Joe Budden cuts him off. Says, "We need to wrap this up." Mm-hmm. And the Migos are like, uh, "Rude, but all right." <laughs> And the dude, DJ Academic. Wait, says, what was Joe Budden doing there? He was sitting there interviewing people along with him. So it was oh. Joe Budden, DJ Academics, and some third, some lady. I don't know who she is. Oh, okay. And so then he, Joe Budden jumps up and says, we need to wrap this up. And the guy says, all right, well, you know, thanks for, to the Migos, whatever, whatever. One of my favorite groups. And when he says the Migos is one of my favorite groups, Joe Budden gets up, drops the mic, and walks off. Um, what's up, Joseph? Like, at which point the Migos get up off of their stools and square up, like trying to fight Joe Budden, and it's the funniest what thing in the world because they're all wearing floral shirts. What? And like one of them, Quavo or whoever, is is wearing a shirt that's open like his his blouse as it were is open okay. and there's nothing underneath like there's no like he's just open like this. and they're dressed in the most they're dressed as amanda seal said in this like sounds so surreal 1970s what? like think isley brothers in the 70s that's how they oh, were dressed ew. and to see them get up off their chairs and square up and one of them is like rolling his sleeves up oh rolling the sleeves of his floral shirt up to like what throw down with joe button is the uh-huh. funniest thing i've seen in my life and eventually people are like yelling like the girl who was sitting there interviewing with them I was like, where's our security? Where's our security? People are like getting in the in the in the middle but of it did, or whatever. I, I am so confused. I have so many questions. It's, did was, Joe Budden drop the mic because he was squaring up? No, or was he it because he, he was upset with when, the other dude? Yeah, when DJ Academic says So why did Migos want to fight him? That's what they, that's what I'm saying. They wanted to fight Joe Budden. But why? Because he walked he like basically he walked off like they're your favorite group. Yeah, and, Michael Mesha. And, and what do you mean? Uh, and by they're the being interviewed. Like, they're being interviewed by this person and supposedly Joe Budden. Like, how dare you disrespect? Sarah, like, you listen to me. Listen. Listen. <laughs> if I had as many millions as the Migos, <laughs> I would not be worried about Joe Budden standing up and dropping a mic. Like, what? Why do they do this? I don't Amanda understand. Said, Y'all are way t- have way too much money. Are dressed way too be- like way too well to be trying to fight somebody over whatever. Like that was just silly, and it's true. That like is, yes, everybody like, in that night, except for probably DJ Academics, has way too much money to be worried about what Joe Budden is doing. However, I will say that Joe Budden is on one. Like. 
He what is, is professionalism? What is just his like, heart? He like, really are you is. a child? He was acting I like have a toddler. A theory. You don't just walk off in the middle. Like, what? It was rude. I, I, it was I have a theory about Joe Biden, just like his whole persona. Okay. Um, I think that his main problem in life is that he's a very talented rapper that never made it as big as he thinks he should have. Right. So he carries around a whole lot of bitterness. That's true. I'll, I'll and agree with that. it just makes him so annoying. I mean, it's kind of like that interview he had with, uh, what's his oh, name? Oh, God. I know. That one kid. Was oh. it Lil Yachty? Yeah, or I think so. Lil Uzi Vert? One no, of those little, little guys. Uzi Vert. It was Lil, I think it was, it was, it was Yachty. I don't it remember who it tragic. was. But it was tragic. The guy was like, I love my life. I have money and girls and I know. whatever. And Joe Budden is like, no, nobody's happy 24-7. <laughs> Nobody loves their life. It's like, dude, are you, calm are you, down. What's wrong with you? Like, if like, he wants to be happy, let him be happy. Jesus. Uh, d- like, Drink some water. Just like, <laughs> find your zen. What find, are you doing? Find zen. And yeah. he is constantly like that. Because I think it clearly is a complex where he thinks that he's better, like, yeah. lyrically and stuff than all yeah. of these rappers. But they're making so much more money than him. And it's just so much insecurity that he and cannot I mean, handle it. I can understand that on a, like... On a very personal level, I can understand, like, being like, I'm so much better than that person, or I have so much more skill or talent or whatever. Mm-hmm. Why is this mediocre-ass person making, right. making it? I understand that, but... But if again, you're that bitter, maybe that's why you're not advancing in life. And if you're that <laughs> like, bitter, I don't, don't have a show. Maybe because you're a trash person. <laughs> don't have a show where you invite these people that you hate on the show. Like, don't do I that. Don't like, understand. what is professionalism? Again, like, you, I mean, there's a, a, a certain level of decorum that you have to uphold as a person who has a show or ha- is a TV personality or whatever. Like, I it just kills your, credibil- c- kills your credibility. And even if we think that you are Joe Budden, a very talented rapper, and you should have gotten your, you know, you didn't get your, what was basically your, your, your due. And like, you could have been so much more, you know, uh, famous or successful, but you know, the industry just sucks. Like, even if we thought that when you act like a toddler, with these people, it just kills your credibility. And we're like, you know what? You deserve what Aslan, you got. Aslan, if you think that you're as great a rapper as you think you are, maybe spend more time in the studio and less time Hello. on Love & Hip Hop. Where because I do not need to know who you're currently cheating on. That's not <laughs> That's something not I, I need desperately need in my life. Word. So Word. how about start there? But <clears throat> he's... Ugh, so annoying i find him just like he really makes me annoying. a little bit sad no the <laughs> memes that come out of it though always erase my sadness because they're so funny like <laughs> the one there was the one meme where like joe budden is the equivalent of this and it was that that um simpsons and i where there's grandpa simpson on the newspaper cover and it <laughs> says old man yells at cloud like that's literally joe button <laughs> that is joe button yep that is true it's pretty anyway. accurate but anyway i just thought that was really funny and i wanted to mention it um I agree. moving on for real for real to local trash 
Um, there was a lot that happened during Ramadan that mm-hmm. we will not mention because y'all stay being on some mess. Like, I'm not going to address Sudani Twitter's every little hinai. But- I honestly wasn't even that present on Twitter, so I have no idea what's been going on. It was it was stupid. Like, uh, yeah, I mean, for example, I'm not going to talk about this, but for example, there was one thing that was like, oh, I saw a girl sat at the Sabahan, um you know, uh, or whatever. Oh, right. And how dare you? And this is why we have cholera uh-huh. because uh-huh. whatever. Yeah, you're right. We're not going to discuss that yeah, at all. We're just not even going to talk <laughs> about it. it's dumb. What we are going to talk about is <clears throat> um, the Bullying? just... <sighs> are we starting debacle. with the bullying or are yes, we ending? Yes, girl. Okay. No, we're, 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 we're going into that. Okay. Um, so, there was a young man by the name of Umar, who I guess is known now as Umar Atur. I'm not sure. I don't um, know why. I, I, don't, I don't know, know why if it's either. not like some super offensive nickname. Me too. I don't Me know. Too. And is Isma Umar, and <clears throat> this young soul um, has a Facebook page, a pri- personal Facebook page, on which right. he up- uploads... Um, videos of him singing songs by artists that he admires and mm-hmm. the one I saw was a video of him singing a song by what's her name Shirin that okay. um, who I was actually a fan of way back in the day but um, okay. um, so he so sings- the, the thing is I, I haven't really seen any of his videos that he's mm-hmm. uploaded like where mm-hmm. he sings and stuff I only caught on to this whole thing when he posted another video apologizing, but we'll get to that. So I haven't seen, like, any of these videos. Right. So anyway, so he puts out these videos of him singing these songs, right? And <clears throat> let's be real. He's not the best singer. Okay? He's, he's, he's not. He's not the best singer. Okay. Um, but... But does he have to be? Exactly. It's on his, his, his personal facebook page he's not acting like he is a singer he's just uh, showing his appreciation for the artists that he loves slash admires by singing their song that's mm-hmm. it come sudani facebook sudani twitter and proceed to tear this young man apart i think the the thing is he kind of went viral because people started sharing the videos from his personal facebook um, page um, and sending them like to all family groups on WhatsApp. And basically ridiculing him. And the video I saw that introduced, not introduced me actually, I saw this before, but the video I saw that made me be like, nope, shut it down. I don't want to know anymore. Is like somebody took one of his videos that he's singing, you know, these songs in and spliced mm-hmm. like their reactions. Okay. And yeah, I need, كميات من الكلام البذيء والمقرف والعنصري والهوموفوبيك and basically this was like the bulk of the the criticism that this young man received people talking about انت ليه بتغني كده انت بتعمل عيونك كده ليه I got that because even even under the apology video people were still like attacking him um, like using racial everyone. slurs and being super homophobic and stuff, but please I go on. Hate everyone. So anyway, that <clears throat> that ended up happening, and the, the, I mean, he received just I can only imagine 
an overflow of Gedef and Zibala, meaning Nas. And he ended up putting out an apology video in which he says, I'm sorry. Basically, he's sorry if he offended anyone with his right. with his singing, with his he, videos. He, he basically said, um, I did not expect these reactions. I didn't really expect people to see the videos because they were on my personal Facebook page. Um, and then he said that he forgives all the people who came at him with just some vile stuff, <sighs> like disgusting. I don't know who raised these people. But For the record, none of you deserve his forgiveness. Not Aslan, one Aslan. single person he's, deserves he's to be He's a better person than all than of you. any of us. And than we don't deserve him. Right? Shadid. Um, and this just confirms it. Like the the lengths people will go through to, to tear, tear someone, someone down. down. Listen, can we talk about that for a second? Can we talk about how we can never have anything nice? Azolda, ma galikon taalu shufu video hadi, ma fatahlo YouTube page, ugalikon come like, share, subscribe. Ma galikon ehi his own goddamn business. Goddamn business he likes the song and he sings it some of y'all who have way worse voices are out here on snapchat all the aghani you want to sing like you're freaking Mar- mariah carey why are you coming at this person for just showing joy for just being joyful and just wanting and the to have thing is not even that because people like <clears throat> So the, the, the comments I read that were under that tweet with the apology and stuff, um, someone uploaded the video of the apology. Um, people were like, Aslan who? Um, he had it coming because once you put something out on the internet, then it belongs to everyone and you should just take the Excuse criticism. Excuse me? Uh, first of all, that's not true. Um, no. Second of all, if you're going to criticize him on his singing and be like, hey, dude, I don't think you're hitting that note or whatever... Um, I don't know why you would do that, but okay, like, go ahead. But calling him all these other names, um... Right, he's not singing for you to call him, you know, for you to, for you to, to be homophobic and call him all sorts of racial epithets and whatever. That's not why he's here. That's not a criticism. That's an attack. You want to criticize him? Tell him, you know what? Your singing sucks or your voice isn't very good or maybe you should work on that note. Like you said, like those are criticisms of the things that he's actually doing. That's a critique. Were you telling him that he's gay and telling him that he's whatever, like whatever, I'm not going to repeat those words. Like, yeah, please, no. I, you I telling don't him those things is not, is not, is not, it's, it's irrelevant. And also, what's it to you? It baffles me. I am honestly so mind blown that people would take time out of their precious days to send this kind of stuff to a dude who did nothing to anyone except sing and take a video. Like, why? What's it to you? Fishno? Like, this, why is what, you... this is what we are, yeah, Sarah. This is Muktamana Anybody who shows any sort of I don't even want to say difference because how is it different to just sing a song? How is that being different? Like anybody that shows any sort of joy, any sort of any sort of like, you can't be carefree. You, you're not allowed. No, exactly. You are not allowed to be carefree. How dare you be carefree? And the color or and the how dare you be carefree? Like, 
What? <gasps> just leave people alone. Back just then, let him the whole, live his life. The whole, like, homophobia thing. Listen. Um... I think it's a debate that we're eventually going to have to have, like homophobia in Sudan specifically. Um, but I'm just saying, like, if your argument for being super homophobic is that you think that God said it's wrong because, you know, you're religious or you believe in God or whatever, um, and then you attack him, like, with racial slurs... Hello. What does that say about your relationship with God? Like, Tell him, who sis. are you? What is going on? What is logic? Also, woman, if you think that being gay is wrong because God said so, then that's between whoever is gay and God. That's not... What, what's your play in this? What, why How are you... I don't get it. I'm not understanding. Is he hurting you? It's like... What difference does it make in your puny little life? I what he does. None. Also, none if we're going to talk religion, how is you being a completely disgusting, vile individual saying horrible words to someone and showing a horrible attitude? How does that make you a better Muslim than him? I don't understand. Ignoring the fact that you assume all of these things about him. You don't know the truth. You don't know him personally. You don't know what he's like. You don't know how he lives. Ironically, all of these things, all of this like, oh, you're gay and God's gonna smite you and send you to hell because you sang a song and whatever. All of these things and all of this vile, disgusting behavior happened smack in the middle of the holiest month of the year. I don't so, understand. Like, what you know it. i just i'm amazed at people who are able to compartmentalize religion in such a way like as if as if ramadan is not the one time of the year where you're supposed to control all of the awalik in you and yet you just let it out full force and people share this stuff they sent it everywhere everybody's watching it everybody's laughing at it and then when this poor young man felt the need to release an apology video all of a sudden everybody wants to be like oh you guys are terrible oh I can't believe the same people who are laughing at him oh because I like I believe in the power of people like changing and learning and doing better but even like the first of all the apology video was so difficult to watch it's so, so heart-wrenching he looks so upset. Like, I felt really bad for this yeah. person. Yeah. And yet, in, in the responses, obviously a lot of people were like, But a lot of people were still like, oh, well, he had it come in and, you know, he deserves it. And like, he can't be singing in, the, like, in that way or whatever. And other people were still like mocking him and, and still like making you know, uh, just racial garbage. It was disgusting. I am disgusted with you people. Yeah, yeah, you guys are gross. You guys gross. are gross. Seriously gross. Who raised you? Nobody, I just want obviously. to know who raised you. If I ever did that to someone, my parents would die of shame. Snatch me no matter bald. Bonnie, exactly. Like, what are you guys doing? 
why like for what i don't understand i'm a leg of shino who fish no like exactly i'm a leg of shino i'm a leg of shino i'm a leg of shino yani yani asr fi hayatkum fish no how did he make your life worse how did, I, i don't understand don't you don't understand. like it don't look at it this was the thing i was going to say and you're you're allowed to not like it but taking time out of your day to be so aggressive is weird um, and like humiliate someone online it's literally weird it says so much more about you than it says about the person that you're trying to insult you're just a trash human being you're a terrible person yeah you're you're trash you're garbage i don't know what to say it's like it's so mind blowing to me that people do this like unrelated but completely unrelated mm-hmm. um so i watched this french show called uh colanta which is basically french survivor oh wow okay um yeah please don't judge me i love it it's been on for 10 years i watch it every single season um so it's like a bunch of people that you know they drop on like a desert island and they're supposed to survive and do like you know whatever and with him so this season um a friend of a friend was actually on the show and oh. she made it all the way to the final okay there is um Can I she didn't win separation from a reality star <laughs> you are <laughs> um uh, she made it to the final and that she didn't win because nobody likes her but oh. that's you oh. know neither here nor there okay um And I hated her on the show. I really did because I think in every season they kind of need a villain and she was just like an easy villain because she's very unlikable. Um and she did some messed up stuff mm-hmm. and like you know she's very manipulative and she got some stuff that she didn't deserve and him so like I think 4 million people watch this every week in France. Um which is quite a large audience. and i think the vast majority of these four million people did not like this girl because she was just insufferable <laughs> on tv to be honest mm-hmm. so anyway the other day i see my friend and i was like oh so um because she doesn't watch the show like she told me her friend is on it but she doesn't watch it mm-hmm. and i was like oh so your friend uh, you know she made it all the way to the final blah blah um And I just said like I I don't think she deserved to get there. I really don't like her. Mm-hmm. And my friend was like, "Oh my god, I know that's what everybody says, but please don't tweet anything mean to her. Um she's having such a hard time." Oh. And I was just like, oh. "I would never. <laughs> why would I? I hate her on TV." Yeah, why would but I do that? I would I take time out of my day to go insult her on Twitter and make her feel bad? I would never do that. And I don't understand why people do. And apparently she did have a very very hard time on social media oh. because everyone was attacking her like on the way she looked and just like a whole bunch of stuff. Right. Um to the point where the network had to like put out a statement and say that, you know, they encouraged people to be more considerate Jeez. of you know the candidate's mental state and stuff right. like and him yeah and it was huge and it just hit me because i was like why would i ever do that like Word. okay so i don't like her on tv and you know like we discuss her when we're watching the episodes and stuff but like but why would i go to take for what to make for the why? effort to go <laughs> like grab my phone open the twitter app and 
and at her to like say some dumb stuff like why would i do Le that why would i do that i don't understand it's stupid i will never understand people like why do you do this yeah, and the same applies for this for this story that we're talking about like, exactly you're allowed to not like the way he sings but why would you attack him and like in the most disgusting way possible come attack on. his his singing skills if you must if you just can't control yourself and you have to make your Seriously? opinion known to him, <laughs> attack his singing skills, but don't talk about him. Don't talk about his person. Don't attack him personally. What does that accomplish? Like all these people, I feel like all these people are like, oh, he deserved it because once you put yourself out there, you, you know, you're going to get the criticism and you should just suck it up and take it. Yeah. But also that when the criticism is relevant, like you're justifying nothing. You're justifying people being horrible to this person on some irrelevant tip. Like, none of the, what they said has to do with That's all it boils down to. And I want to wanna end this story with a read that somebody sent us. And I think it's better than <gasps> anything oh we could ever say. So, oh I feel like I would like to read it. And shout out Please to Ala who sent this to us to our email. Remember, you can email us with your... I, I read it and it gave me life. Oh my God. This read was so on point that I'm just, I'm just going to read it. I will filter all of it. the profanity because, yes, um, we're trying to be Khala friendly. Um, <laughs> but, okay, so she says, it's really disgusting, to be honest, that so many hateful people can come together and do this to someone just because they try to do something different, and that offends everyone's basicness and mediocrity. Yes, sis. Girl. Like, these guys are seriously taunting this guy, saying, ugly sissy bitch and stuff like that, with your whole entire fade, starting from midway through your scalp what? ass. <laughs> like... Yes. <laughs> what is the goal? It's when you do a read. This? You tell him, girl. Word. Because that many people directing all that venom at one person has to take a huge toll on them, whether or not they show it. And this might be extreme, but if something horrible happens to this guy, I'm pretty sure these idiots would get their Twitter fingers on and say, "Ugh, what up? Bleep ass bleep. Real <laughs> niggas don't get sad." I'm rambling, but it just really hurt my heart to see this happening to and this guy. And mine as well, sis. Word. Obviously, some other things come in here, too, like that this is exactly why so many of us are so mediocre and spend our entire lives concerned with... So true. Such a good point. With making sure we do what Sudanese society thinks we should do and what they approve of. And I do love Sudan and Sudanese people despite this BS, but this is also why most of us stay mediocre. Then they'll come and complain about how we're excluded in international fields and shit, and we don't do anything and blah, blah, blah. Well, of course we don't effing do anything. You told us to sit our asses <laughs> down and be quiet. Zalan, <laughs> Zal. Yeah, the F did you expect, my nigga? And then a guy makes a video telling these people how to act and then they mock his ass too like what is the solution they did this they did this i'm just checking too and sure he might not be the best to carry a tune <laughs> <laughs> sorry i was just talking about i'm just yesterday and almost said this exact phrase but anyway they did this with i'm just too and he, sure he might not be the best at carrying a tune but for a people that always talk about the lack of sudanese representation in media and stuff and we finally get a guy on the show and all anyone can do is bash him <sighs> in his appearance and stuff this guy was on a singing show, and out of all the hate he got, I'm hard-pressed to think of more than four or five comments on his singing by Sudanese viewers. 
Let me read that line again for you. Because that was a word. This guy was on a singing show, and out of all the hate he got, I'm hard-pressed to think of more than four or five comments on his singing by Sudanese viewers. Why? For why? Mumkin la. Like being catapulted back in time and having to deal with this cholera BS, this dictator BS, this inhumane heat, and everything else isn't enough. We tell you people every week, إحنا ما ناقصين. إحنا كشعب ما ناقصين عواليق. Like we have serious issues that we need to deal with that we don't need to keep Word. reminding people every single week. Yo, that's racist. Yo, you know, a bit of misogyny there. Check yourself, boo. Like, we're not... Why? Why, people? Forget all that. Now we have to deal with grown-ass men, and I use that term very loosely, acting an effing ass for some effing retweets and a twisted sense of glee. Amen, sister. Anyways, sorry for rambling, and if you got this far, thanks for reading, and please consider reading these fools on the show. So much from the bottom of my Thank heart. You Thank so you so much. That was a full-on read. So here for it. Living <laughs> 100%. You just gave me all of my life. You just read these people for filth, and I love you for it. And that's exactly what y'all needed to know. Like, that's it. And every single person um, who sent, uh, like, mean stuff to Umar, I hope you all get a paper cut today. I hope your hair falls out. I hope you had it even more severe. I just, I have nothing for you. I I hope your hairline recedes just like a few inches back. another couple inches. Um, I hope you're ashy forever. I hope no amount of lotion ever moisturizes you. No amount of lotion. I hope your heels crack. (laughs) (laughs) I just, I hate you. (laughs) I hope your heels crack and then they get caught on the milaya every time you try to move. That's what I hope for you. Oh my god. Trash. Every last one of you is trash. Garbage. All of y'all. Zibala. Why (sighs) minnakum? Anyway, um, if we have any listeners who are sympathetic to the cause of uh, Umar Uthur, please, you know, send him a message on Facebook. Um, yes. Let him know that he's appreciated and he's a much better person than anyone who tried let to him tear know, him down. Let him know that you're here for his carefree black joy. Just yeah. let him know. Just yeah. let him know. Um, our last story for today, before we move on to a Saraha update, pew, 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 is um, something that happened uh, a couple of weeks ago. And uh, I think to this day has still not been addressed by the company in question, I believe. Okay. Um, so someone posted um, pictures and video of them at a supermarket. And they were attempting to buy milk. And as they picked up the Kabul milk bottle in mm-hmm. the, like, those plastic bottles, um, they flipped it over and there was this weird brown residue at the bottom of the bottle mm-hmm. and at first it was like um is this dirt in gross the and then it was like wait no it's not it maybe it's just like a film you know on the outside oh sand gets everywhere it's sudan whatever but then they took a video of them shaking the bottle oh and upon shaking the bottle the 
film residue dirt stuff at the bottom disappeared okay meaning that it was inside the milk right so of course um people were up in arms about it understandably like why is there dirt in my milk i don't want to drink you know um to have flavored milk that's not a new flavor no i'm not not here for it um and unfortunately (laughs) dal did not release a statement about any of it um, but under the post were a bunch of comments, some of them by people who work for that. Right. Um, and one of them, I will read, says, This could be very fine sand that can, pa- that can pass through all filters. It's not <gasps> harmful at all. Smiley face. What? Ma'am? And, of course, people were like, I'm sorry, what now? <laughs> you, Excuse you? Fine. Some guy, which uh, this is this is the comment that like really spoke to me, like because it was basically my words. Fine sand, milk sand. How? Please explain. <laughs> Madam, <laughs> like, exactly, sir, ma'am. What? Milk is not meant to. Sand is not meant to be in milk. Milk is not meant to be <laughs> sandy. <laughs> peppered with sand. I don't understand. Like, how are you justifying this? I, and okay. so there were a bunch of comments from people. Being like, oh, you know, you guys just want to tear down everyone, and everybody's always attacking attacking that group, and you're not supportive. Oh and- my god! Can I tell that I just have a personal annoyance with people who work for Dal because, like, the level well, of like corporate submission is just, it's it's, it's too much for me. It's I can't like I can't have a conversation with you. Yeah, like, I can't have a conversation with you, especially about your products, because you take it personally. Sis, it's not personal. I'm talking about the quality of your products. I'm a consumer, and I have the right to tell you if I like your product or not. And, and also, you should if, actually take that into consideration. Exactly. That should be a thing that you appreciate. If, if you're so passionate about the company, then you should want them to do better, in which case uh, consumer insight is actually really important in, you know, doing yeah. better. But you can't reason with these people. I, I, I can't. Like, people have focus groups and have people people come and tell them their comments about the product so that they can make it better. I don't understand how this, which is actually a, a serious situation, like there should not be dirt in my milk. Do they have a PR department because they're not doing a very good job? They're not. They're not. And I feel like this is, again, like this thing of like the Sudanese consumer is not sophisticated enough. Aware. To be, yeah. To, not even aware to be addressed as like a force. We're not right. considered a force. We're just like, you just throw whatever you want at us and we're going right. to take it regardless because we don't have a choice. And I feel like that needs to change. And we've talked about this before, but right. I mean... And it, you know, I think this is... Remember when the president said, That's the same mentality, just yeah. like trickling down. You know? Like, yeah, exactly. um, you didn't okay, have anything. that doesn't mean we can't hold you to, you know. A higher standard. Not even high, just like a, standard. a, a normal, <laughs> a, standard. Sta- a standard, any just standard. One. Yeah. Um, and I think, I mean, I think the comments in that post were especially telling of how little the Sydney's consumer is is respected and appreciated by by businesses when you right. have people being like oh well yeah sis that's moetnil and that's moefizir which is a thing made out of turab milk is not made out of turab it comes out of a cow and you put it in a bottle it should not have turab in it like don't try to convince me that because we have cholera or, or we have a cholera outbreak that you know 
uh, all of a sudden um, I should be okay with dirt in my milk. No, that's not a thing. Also, for such a, for a company <clears throat> that boasts such high standards and talks so much about, oh, we are doing things to an international quality and whatever. If there was dirt in your milk in London or in New York or in Austria or wherever. Someone's getting sued, first exactly. of all. Exactly. First of all, you're getting sued. <laughs> Second of all, your factory is shut down. Don't tell me it's fine sand that passes through all filters. It's completely harmless. No, sis. You need to, you need to like, revisit your henais because even if yeah. it was... If it was fine sand that passes through all filters and it's completely harmless and this happens all the time, then I should always have dirt in my milk. So why is it that I've... Not, and it's, it's not about it being harmful or not it's just that it's not supposed to be it's there it's not supposed to like, be there like i remember when i lived in france there was like this huge um hinai like um a huge scandal because uh some brands of lahma mafruma had horse meat in them oh I and remember it's not bad that. for you people eat horse meat but right. if you're buying like a beef patty, you don't want it to like you don't want there to be horse in it. That's not advertised. Exactly. Like what? Exactly. That's not the point. Like, and don't try to convince me that it's completely sanitary to have dirt in your milk, please. Like that's just insulting. <laughs> it's absolutely insulting that to say insulting. that. Like, oh, my Really? You drink dirt that's, milk? That's then. not even the point. But like, yeah, it shouldn't. And the most insulting part of all of this is that that has yet, as far as I know, has yet to release a statement saying, oh, sorry, we'll look into it or, you know, um, this isn't, oh, this is a terrible thing that happened or we acknowledge what yeah. this is happening and we're Which doing. is why I'm asking, do they have a PR department? Because that's of their job. Of course they do. Of course Instead they do. of like letting um, your people loose, talking about, oh, it's just very fine sound, it's okay, on Facebook. You should have an actual PR department who would, you know, deal with this and say, like, you know, oh, we're sorry, we messed up. Right. Um, we're looking into it. it, it was, yeah. We're, the other thing that I want to say is if your PR department is not doing its job, then maybe you should train the people who do comment on your behalf, your employees, to speak a little better. When I, right. as, a, as a customer, complain about something and you tell me, well, there's cholera, that's not an appropriate response. In fact, that does more to destroy your image as a, as a corporation than it does for me. Like, it's not helping. For you to defend to defend your company or your employer or whatever by bashing the customer is not doing... It's, it's bad business. That's just... It is, that's it, what it is. It's bad business. And so if you're not going to have a PR department that addresses things, then maybe you should tell your people to shut up and not talk. Didn't we talk about customer service in Sudan that one time mm -hmm. when there was that whole cafe yeah, debacle, debacle thing? Mm -hmm. and, and that was exactly our conclusion, is that people have such disdain for their for, consumers. Yeah. Like, just... <laughs> I feel yeah. like that's a stronger word. It is. Um yeah they, and you're they making just, money off us that's our money that 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 funds you that's our money that that like you're selling this stuff to us we're the ones buying your, your stuff so if you're not respecting our opinions if you're not respecting our complaints then why should I, we continue I, to buy i from feel you? like companies can still kind of get away with that right now because people are not necessarily very well informed right so and that's be mishul hada right but what we need to do 
is let people know that they deserve a higher standard of, you know, service and product and all of that. And like you said, not just a higher standard, a standard. Milk should not have a dirt in it. Any that's standard. basic. Like, that's anybody. Like, kneel or no kneel, like, that's not I even... Just, exactly, like, whether it's harmless or not. That's just, like, adding insult to injury. <laughs> you want to complain about some dirt in your milk? Do do I pay
doctors are, are being told i read this somewhere doctors were being told not to treat people who are like exhibiting signs of cholera mm-hmm. just so that they wouldn't have it on the books oh. like are you kidding me it's just so we wouldn't admit that we have a problem can we admit we have a problem maybe somebody can come help us like i don't wow. understand also cholera is so last century like what are we doing what are we doing it's 2017 why are we still having cholera <laughs> outbreaks i just i don't get it i feel like we just need to and do all better the statements as a pe- like as a we, <laughs> as an entire nation we need to do better starting with our government like i don't understand how um wazira saha can come on on a newspaper and be like or like just talk about things in such a callous manner even if yes you are the state minister and this is the federal minister's job or whatever you don't say it like that you don't say dima mushkilti. I don't. You don't say that. Oh, that's not my job. I don't. I don't got to do that. You are a. You are a minister of health. People are dying. People are having a really hard time. Like there's a serious disease on like on the loose in your community, I, and you're just like, oh well, whatever. Let's call it ishad ma'i and <laughs> pretend like cholera doesn't exist and just tell people to like wash their hands more. I don't know. Like what? I, Are you kidding me? Like why do the why do the people who shouldn't have to do any of this, why are they the ones printing out flyers and going from Wasalat and handing out people it. ways on how to prevent you know catching cholera? Like I don't under, I don't understand. Do better. You need to do so much better. Like this is unacceptable. I <sighs> Yeah. Uh, I feel you. I actually don't have anything to add. I mean, that's there's nothing to much say it. because it's such yeah, it's such a ridiculous situation. Like what can you say? What do you say to that besides the obvious, which is our government needs to step up. Our minist- ministries of health need to step up. Like I don't understand yeah, I mean, for you to turn away people who are sick because you don't want it on the official books because you don't want to admit that there's a problem. Crazy. There's already a problem. You already all know. We all know. Sis, it's not a secret. No <laughs> you're not hiding it very well. People are dying. Like it's not a, it's not a thing that can be hidden. Can you please call in the cavalry? Can we talk about the WHO? Can we talk to somebody who can help us if you don't want to help us? Like, I don't understand. It's pretty basic. If you don't want to do your job, let somebody else do it. <sighs> well, that's a read. I don't think I have anything anyway, to add to that. I think you covered it. I just, um, let's move on. Moving on to Saraha questions, which, by the way, you can send us your um, questions Please anonymously do. and safely at nosernomam.saraha.com, and we will be here to give you all the advice that we can based on our. Um, knowledge from being human beings on this earth um so um last uh, no not last episode what am i talking about the the first saraha question we ever had was from a young man Mm -hmm. who asked us about um a situation he was having where he was basically in love with his friend yes i remember and she did not reciprocate his feelings and um he you know had trouble um, being adi with her sometimes because he would feel like you know his feelings were so strong right. for her and he can never he can't have her and he was wondering how to approach that and sort of we gave him advice about it and he came back to us a while ago actually so sorry about that brother but we're coming to it now um, and he says 
Uh, hey, I'm the guy who sent the first question y'all answered in the, in the last episode. Please bear with me, for this is long. So I already told her my feelings a couple of years ago. She knows how I feel, and I know how she views me. Our relationship is a bit odd since we're very comfortable with each other, to the point where most would say that's more that's more than friendship. Yet the feelings are one-sided. My issue is that I, for some reason, can't seem to move on. I do think that being just friends is the best way to go, despite the obstacles, yet my feelings won't fade away. And because we have a full honesty policy, she knows of how my emotional state gets effed up because of my sensitivity. And she blames herself for not preventing my feelings for her escalating. Yeah, that's a little bit. mm. Um, Uh. Even though I tried my best to convince her that that's not the case, I'm still pretty sure she still feels guilty. So yeah, we try our best to tell each other everything that bothers us. So where we currently are is known to the both of us. Though when I ask if we'll be together in the future, her answer is always an I don't know. Sis. Listen! Sis! (laughs) I'd say, um, I'd say it's, hold on. I'd say the place I need most help in is getting these feelings to fade away. I I tried letting time do its thing, but so far it's been years and my feelings are just as strong as ever. P.S. No Sir No Ma'am is the only podcast I regularly listen to and thanks a bunch for actually reading this whole paragraph. I tend to overwrite when trying to get my thoughts across. Brother, you did a great job. Thank you for sending us your question and sending us this update. Um, Several things. Would you like to go first? A few, a couple. Um, I don't know if I should go first because my answer is going to sound horrible. Um, uh, well, I, I mean, I, I, would, I would say just cut it all off. All of Bop. it. The friendship, everything yeah. until you get your own shit together because um, I don't want to sound harsh on this girl because I really don't know her and we don't know much about the situation Mm-hmm. but I feel like she's playing games and I'm not one for it. Okay. Like if, if a friend was in love with me and they told me and I knew, first of all, I wouldn't want to tell them about my personal business just because I don't want to hurt their feelings. Um, yep. And like if they asked me if we would ever be together, I would give them a clear answer, um, mm-hmm. even though it might risk ruining the friendship. But just I like you can't string someone along like that. Like what? What the fuck is I I don't know. Yanishno, I don't know. Yanishno. It's it's either she doesn't feel the same way and she needs to let you go do your own thing. Yeah. Or she does like she can't just keep you, you know, like on the side, little warm, you know, to like caress her ego and um, come back to you when stuff doesn't work out with other guys. Like, no, no. Unfortunately, that's what it sounds like when she says, I don't know. Um, you should actually be insulted that that's the answer because it sounds like um, giving you false hope. Yeah. And if she's not into you, she should just say a resounding no and let you move on. Right. Um, I have two things to say. The first is, I mean, it goes perfectly along with what Sad is saying, which is if you can't, um, get over your feelings while you're still in a friendship with this person, then you should consider taking a break from being around this person. And I say that from personal experience. When you are like a Zorfi all the time, 
mm-hmm. it's really hard to convince yourself that that you know you should your feelings should you, that you should end yeah these because feelings. you you keep finding reasons to exactly be hopeful especially if you guys have a close relationship have a close friendship everything will seem like feeding into your feelings like oh that i mean she likes me and we hang out all the time she tells me everything like what's the problem and for you i mean it's even clear in your message when you say um most would say that this is more than a friendship like but it's not because she told you very clearly that she's not interested in you for now she said she's not interested for now which is worse right and that's that's i mean it 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 kind of feels like she's weighing other options Right. to see if that works that's out and I if would, it doesn't it. then yeah. she'll always have you and right. I would be so offended and how is that being a good friend I would never want to do that to my friend I would never want to just exactly. string them along like that exactly and I think that there's two things here that are very important the first is um and that should help you to decide you know that maybe the best choice is to distance yourself a little bit just until like Sada said you have your your ish together and you can control your feelings for her or your feelings have died down the first is that you say she blames herself for not preventing my feelings for her escalating and I think that the continued exposure to her is what's making your feelings escalate right I mean that's not gonna stop like you're not gonna somehow just be okay unless you just have like amazing willpower which clearly you don't because you're sending this message um so maybe being distant from her for a while, not forever, not necessarily forever, but just for a while, just until you have yourself under control, maybe that's a good option. The second thing mm-hmm. that is a complete red flag, like Sada said, is this I don't know. What does that mean? There's no such thing as I don't know. If you're not interested in me and you tell me that you just want to be my Who friend. Who does that? Especially exactly. to a friend. Like, I wouldn't even do that to, like, a random guy that I don't know. I wouldn't do that to a random guy that I don't know. Let alone a friend. Let alone person, a person I consider so close that I don't want to lose a, a friendship with. Like, And no. if, if she's, if she's um, like you said, uh, you guys have, like, a really close friendship and you tell each other everything and when you're uncomfortable and whatever... Um, knowing that, like knowing that you're suffering from this situation should, should be her cue. Her. Yeah. Yeah. To just li- like kind of, you know, distance break herself. things off yeah. for a while. Or- yeah. Um, listen, I know this is hard and I've like been in this situation, so it sucks. But honestly, the only thing I can tell you is um, move on, distance yourself. Don't even move on. Move on is, is like too general. I think just distance yourself from her. Don't spend so much time with her. You know, don't talk so frequently. Just have some time Agreed. for yourself. Hang out with other friends. And if it's meant to be, if your friendship is meant to last, then once your feelings fade, she'll be there. And she should understand right. that. If you say, you know, I need, I need this. And your feelings will fade. I mean, I don't want to be the really old auntie. <laughs> but like, I've been in situations where... I was like so into someone that I thought if it ended, I would die. And here I am. Yeah. And like, if I saw them today on the street, I would not give them the time of day. So trust Feelings me, it's fade. hard. It takes a while, but they do. It'll be fine. And like I said, if she's as good a friend to you as you, as you think, and if she's she'll as, understand, she'll understand that completely. And honestly, I'm just, I really want to just, I want to read her. 
for that I don't know. It's, just, it's very selfish. It's, it's really just selfish. Honestly, there's so no selfish. such thing as I don't know. Like if you're not interested in a person, tell them you're not interested so that they can move on. But for you to say I don't know, says I don't know your intention, and I'm not you, so I can't fully claim to know what you're thinking when you say that. But it really sounds like you're saying oh, I want to keep you on the shelf just in case nothing exactly. else pans out. I can come back to you because I know you'll always love me. That's not love, exactly. sis. You're really not treating your friend the way he should be treated. And you should want more for mm-hmm. yourself, brother, than to be treated that way. Word. So, yeah, um, send us your questions. We'll try not to be as harsh. <laughs> um, com. You can also send us your topics. You we have a couple us. more on Sarahai if you want to get oh, we do? these or... Yeah, yeah, let's take another one. So one person on Sarah has said, how hard was it to start a podcast and why did you do it? Okay. I feel like we've answered that before. We did? Okay, never mind. In a, in a like a Q&A oh, episode okay. that we did. Okay, then never mind. But we can, I mean, we can... We can I mean, we, we started it as like there was something going on on Facebook and we were ranting about it together and we're like, oh, mm-hmm. we should start a podcast. And so we did. And the most that, that's difficult really, part yeah. is logistics because we're not in the same country, and that's that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, other question: uh, A person said, "Keep it up, guys! I am having so much fun listening to you guys." Yay! Oh, thanks. Burp, burp, burp. Um, I don't know what that was. Uh, and by the way, why do you guys choose not to be political? Despite most of the issues you guys discuss in your podcast having political roots, afraid or what? <laughs> oh, wow. Well. Call okay. it that way, don't you? <laughs> Shade. Shade. But regardless, generally, guys, you rock. Oh, thanks. Um, well. That's like a, a backhand. Little that's a, yeah, backhanded that's a backhanded compliment. Um, we, do you want to answer that? Yeah, I would like to answer that. Um, we choose not to be political because one of us lives in Sudan and I don't want to get arrested. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, just being 100, I don't want to go into Betashbah. Exactly what I was going to say. Deal with that. Like, I'm not going to lie. Yes, I'm scared. I don't care. Um, but I think that ultimately we always end up talking about it anyway. Just because it's hard to dissociate the politics of Sudan with being a Sudanese person right. and living in Sudan, especially. So. And also, I, I, I feel like the things we discuss on the podcast are things that we talk about, like, to each other. Right. Just normally, like, in our normal lives. lives yeah. So that's kind of what we do on the path, podcast. Like, Agreed. you know, we just talk about stuff that we would normally talk about, but we record it. Um, so that's also why. Mm-hmm. And that's it. Um, yeah, that's pretty much it. I think that in the beginning, we were very sort of strict about like no politics. We don't want to like bring it up. But I think as the podcast progressed, we just, I think we gave up. So um, yeah, I hope that answers your question. Uh, we had one more. Okay. Do you, do you think we have time for that? Uh, yeah, let's, let's, let's polish it off. I mean, it's, it's really random, mm-hmm. so I don't even know how we're going to respond to this. Mm-hmm. But uh, someone said, I just want to know why, when you're outside Sudan, Sudanese people tend to stare at you, <laughs> even if you don't really look so Sudanese. They just detect it's it. It's in the DNA, girl. It's in the DNA. We're, <laughs> we're a very large population. 
you will undoubtedly run into a Sudanese person wherever you go. So why are you surprised and why do you stare? Listen, we are a curious people. (laughs) We are. We are just really um, into shamar and knowing other people's business and being all up in each other's lives i i would like to think that a lot of it is fueled by good intentions because when they see you and they think you're sudanese they automatically want to know who you are who your family is do you have like are you with your people uh you know a lot of times it does come from a a good place even though it becomes annoying um and other times it's just because like you said uh yeah we really love 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 shamar i i mean sometimes it's sometimes it's nice and sometimes it's annoying i think also sunnis people really believe that we have right like we have a certain look and so seeing that like being able to detect it gives us some sort of like weird joy um um, but they don't understand that like east africans all look alike so like we you know um but i think that's not just uh exclusive to sudanese people like indian stare east africans in general like i'm here in oakland and this area is full of ethiopians that's true and they all think I'm Ethiopian and they all stay staring or will like throw. I went to the movies with my dad and I went to buy popcorn and the lady was talking to the other lady behind the counter and they were both speaking in, in Amharic. And I was like, I already know where this is going because she was staring mm-hmm. dead at me, but talking to the lady. And I was like, I don't, I don't understand you. And then she was like, hey, um, uh, I really like your hair. I was like, thanks. She's like, where are you from? I was like, that, there it goes. That's the question. Of course. I was like, I'm from Sudan. She's like, oh, okay. And in that moment, like, you could tell that, oh, you're not, I thought you were Ethiopian. I was going to, like, be mean to you for speaking to me in English, but, you know. I mean, (laughs) so I just think that people, people like seeing other people from their tribe, from, you know, from their, from whatever they're from. Yeah, you feel less lonely. Like, I can't speak for Sudanese people inside Sudan, like, that's just Shamad, but outside, I feel like they just want to feel that connection of, like, oh, you're, you're a Sudanese person, no, I'm a Sudanese person. Yeah. So, I don't know. Um... Yeah, anything else? That's it. Beskalas. Okay. Um, moving on to yes, sir, yes, ma'am. Shouting out that Sudanese excellence, that black girl magic, that yes. black boy magic, black excellence. Anything that you feel that you should shout out this week? No. <laughs> wow. Okay. Um, I have Not one. this week. Okay. I don't have a yes, sir. But I do have a yes, ma'am. And I'd like to remind everybody that, you know, we don't know all the people. We don't know everything that's happening. Um, and we really want you to share your yes, sir, yes, ma'am with us. If you think there's somebody who's exhibiting Sudanese excellence that you want to shout out. Yes, please. Let us know. You can email them to us. Send them, send us their picture or whatever it is they're famous for or if there's an article about them or anything. And we will be sure to share it on the podcast. All right. My yes, ma'am, for this week mm-hmm. is um, uh, climate scientist and researcher Balqis Osman Rasha. Wow. I'm hoping that I'm pronouncing her, her name correctly. Um, who was in the news, I believe, yeah, this week. Was in the news this week about her Sudanese excellence. Okay. Um, she is a, like I said, a climate researcher who has been researching climate change in the Horn of Africa. Mm-hmm. 
And her work, as it says in this article, has received global attention. She's a lead author of the UN's Intergovernmental Panel on Climate Change Reports. She was among a select few to represent the group in 2007 in Oslo and to to receive the Nobel Peace Prize next to Al Gore. Wow. Yeah. um, The following year, she was awarded the UN's Champions of the Earth Prize and the U.S. State Department invited her to the United States in 2008 to take part in a science diplomacy program where she gave lectures on climate change at several American universities. So, basically an excellent person. Yeah, and me, the definition basically. of also black girl magic, also Sudanese woman excellence. Yo, we're out here. Yay. I feel like the last few episodes, all we've been doing is shouting out women. Like, having yes ma'ams. Because Sudanese women are out here trying to, like, you know, right your wrongs. Yeah, we stay winning, and I am here for that. Thank you for being role models for us. Thank you for being an example, a shining example of how we should be in our lives. Yes, ma'am. Any final thoughts that you might have? <sighs> Not really. Do any you have any suggest? Yeah, I, I, I have say. a recommendation for music. Okay. So, um, and this is probably is also Suza? Sudanese excellent. <gasps> yes. Well, I was going to get to that later. <laughs> but okay. I was going to say, um, Sudanese artist Rotation has a new uh-huh. song out called, please hold, while I remember, Hell Yes, sorry, it's called Hell Yes. Okay. And it is a bop. It is the newest oh. new slang slash third list production. And it's wonderful. It's wonderful. Okay. I'll be sure to check it out. Is it on SoundCloud? It's or? on SoundCloud. You can find it on SoundCloud. We will retweet it. I tried to get him to let us use it as our intro outro music. He liked my tweet, but did not say anything else. So I assume that oh, was a no. Damn. That was a polite That's no. Cold. But um, we will support anyway because, you know, we're out here supporting Sydney's hip hop, Sydney's music, and Sydney's excellence. So there you go. Right. My other recommendation is Sis's new album, Control, which is. <laughs> brilliant yes it is um it's so good i knew that would be one of your recommendations it's so good it's so it good is. like insana mumtaza 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 my favorite tracks uh, are drew barrymore which is an amazing track yeah it um, really it really is love galore i think is the single off the album oh drew barrymore is a single too um and um anything <laughs> the whole album, all of it, all of it. All, the whole album is is great, um, I and agree. I recommend that everybody go listen to it. I agree. Anything on your end? Um, recommendations uh, of stuff to watch. I am currently watching American Gods. Ooh, I've heard a lot of good things about that show. It's interesting. The thing is, I. I feel like to enjoy it, you have to read the book before, which I have, uh-huh. and I love the book. But then if you read the book, book and you love the book, then the show is a bit... It's disappointing. A little bit underwhelming mm. compared to, the, unfortunate. you know what I mean? Unfortunate. But I mean, it's still enjoyable, and the guy is really hot, so go for that. Um, All right. There's also, I talked about this show before. It's called uh, States of Undress on Viceland. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's, um, there's this model slash journalist, mm-hmm. which I know sounds horrible, but she's actually okay. And she travels the world and just explores like the cultural 
implications of you know how people dress and mm. what it means in society and whatever and so in the first season she went to i believe pakistan and then Palestine and some other places and it was really interesting russia was crazy wow. um so season two is out and i haven't watched the three first episode i skipped right through to france Hmm. Um, because the whole episode was kind of about the whole burqa ban and then the burkini, hmm. all the implications about that. And it was actually pretty good. That's cool. Yeah. <clears throat> so recommended then. Yeah. Um, so that was States of Undress. What else? I think that's pretty much it. The the other show that reminded I mean, your show reminded me of this show is um, a show on CNN called united shades of america mm-hmm. and um <clears throat> it's hosted by w kamau bell who is a comedian a black comedian and basically mm-hmm. he like visits all the things about america that we don't think of in in terms of okay. race and whatever and he's had a couple of 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 really cool episodes um one of them was like about muslims and so he goes to like I think Dearborn, Michigan or somewhere where like it's a predominantly Muslim population. He talks about okay. all those things and maybe like dives into the really uncomfortable parts yeah. of American culture and, and politics. And it's a really, really good show. He did one episode that I haven't watched yet and I'm still looking for um, where he like goes to talk to the KKK. And he's a like mm-hmm. wow, a giant okay. black man who's going to talk to the KKK, and he goes to a rally, and they like are burning crosses, and he's standing there like. Uh. Um, so anyway, if you can find that, it's on CNN. If you go on the website, maybe you'll find a link to it or something. Um, okay. It's a really, it's a very interesting show. It's very eye opening. If you want okay. to learn about American culture and like American society, not what you see in the movies and not what you see right. like in you know the the mainstream right. media like uh, even though cnn is mainstream but he does delve into these topics in a really cool way so yeah. check it out oh this reminds me mm-hmm. kind of unrelated but um did you see that whole katie perry thing oh where my she was God. like locked for i don't know 48 hours or something and she had cameras and they had like a dinner party that was really lame except for amanda seals amanda seals the hell out of Caitlyn Jenner. Yes, girl. Yes, I was. Oh, I can't tell you how much life I got from that. I know. Um, I'm just. Um, I need Caitlyn Jenner to stop. To just um, be quiet. Cease. Just like you know, live live your life and flourish, but just don't don't speak. Live your don't life ever. as a privileged white woman, but like don't claim any sort of struggle or don't right. talk about anything. Just don't. Just take a seat in no, your lounge chair. No, no. Drink your. Also, she voted drink. for Trump. Yeah, of course um, she did. So, like, even in her own community, people are like, "Girl, sit Sis. down. We do yeah. not need you right now. Goodbye." Um, and that's it. I love the expert shade that Amanda Seals threw at her when she said, "You, you know, being a trans woman, you know better than anybody that right. blah blah blah." And like the look of like complete. <laughs> ignorance on Caitlyn Jenner's face said everything like she don't know what but Caitlyn Jenner doesn't get it because of course she doesn't because she's even even as a trans woman she's had so much privilege of course just all of the privilege like she's never gonna she was celebrated when she 
became trans. Like when she transitioned, she was celebrated. She had magazine covers and whatever. Who, what other trans woman can say that? And not just that, like the, the, the trans community is the community that's most affected um, by, you know, poverty, not being able to find a job, being homeless and all of that. And Caitlyn Jenner just relate. does not need to worry yeah. about th- yeah. those things. So, I mean, good for you, sis, but like, just stay in your corner and don't speak. Um, but shout outs to Amanda Seals for gathering her so well. And so eloquently. Yeah. Um, and yeah. Best then enough. Hi, yeah. If you guys have Best anything, thing. let us know. Hit us up on Twitter. Stuff. Uh, bye. Okay, bye.